0: The views and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of staff and management of Entravision Communications. is impossible for america people seem to be more in touch with the city they're more respectful for what's going on with your host hector h lopez rising fast going with the flow he's doing good he's got his looks i don't know what else to say about him on talk radio 1150
1: wonderful thursday afternoon in studio here at khro with a Great studio filled with friends, uh, and we're going to be engaging in some serious talk. You know, this has been one incredible week. Uh, we've been on a we've been on a little bit of a kick here on El Paso for America, and that kick has been the future of our community, the kind of image that we're building as a community, and kind of all the positive things going on. Michael David stopped by the studio. He continues his run through El Paso as he sang the national anthem out at the uh, Diablo baseball game uh, yesterday. Today, you can catch him at All That Music. He will be signing autographs, and you can meet his management. Hey, you want to get involved with country music management? uh, you got to meet some of the -the top-of-the-line management (laughs) from Nashville. People like Todd, people like Stacy, uh, they're going to be up there at All That Music later this afternoon. We also had an interesting discussion with great friend of the show, Nick Bias. Uh, and believe it or not, yesterday I was saying my goodbyes to Nick Bias. And as I mentioned my goodbyes to to him on air, when I thought he was taking off, Rafa, uh, one of the things that happens is that uh, he decides to stay. And the reason he decides to stay is because the conversations were so good around the table Uh, on all the topics we've been having, whether it be education, the future of El Paso, how we begin to build and craft a new image for our city, that uh, he wanted to be a part of the continuing discussion. So last night, we had a conference call meeting with at least least 10 of us uh, discussing different options, different projects, different ideas. It was our little plot. To uh, begin to influence not only this community, but uh, the rest of the state, the rest of the country, the rest of the world. And it was was exciting. It was exciting to be a part of that. Today we will be having a very special... Uh, program where we're going to be talking in depth in the first hour uh, about the future of our city from the perspective of of education and also from the perspective of the County Commissioners Court. As I mentioned to you yesterday, uh, our special guest for the hour, for the first hour of El Paso for America, is County Commissioner Elect Sergio Lewis, and we also have in studio. Our intern on his first shift on the job, uh, Rafael Hernandez, El Paso, and currently student at University of Texas at San Antonio. Rafael is going to be reporting from San Antonio while he's in college, and he will also be in studio every time he gets a chance here at El Paso for America. I want to welcome both of you here to the studio. Sergio, we've been talking a lot about getting you onto the show. We finally managed to make it happen.
2: Hector, thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. I, I tune in to your show and everyone else's, of course, and it's always a pleasure, and you're an exciting guy. Uh, you, <laughs> Thanks. You bring up a lot of uh, good points, and um, I've been following you for a while, so it's, it's a real pleasure to well, be here.
1: I, I want to say the same thing about your campaign, and, and you know what? The thing I appreciate, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this mantra, uh, Sergio, because uh, you're the first one to step up to the plate. Ever since, uh, and if you've been following the show, ever since maybe three months ago or four months ago, uh, when we began to challenge people on city council, we began to challenge these framers of this so-called, uh, you know, resolution or, or idea, this uh, statement that the, of a failed drug war from three members of city council. We began to challenge people, and, and we began to say, look, we're going to give you guys some ideas, and we began to produce ideas out there, and we started asking for a response, and people were somehow expecting us to come around, knock on their door... But the first person, and I I have always said on my show, every major elected official in El Paso knows the VIP hotline number. They know my number. They know my email address. Anybody can call, step up to the plate, and begin a a discussion about the future of our city. In earnest, you're the first one to do it. You're the first one to do it, Sergio.
2: Well, Hector, I appreciate (laughs) it. You know, so
1: you you will always have that mantra, the first guy to step up to the plate. Folks, Sergio Lewis uh, has been texting me here in studio from time to time. He's been giving me calls, and he's been... Uh, Actively involved. He was also the first one to kind of step up with the Rene Nunez affair uh, and and the whole situation that Rene Nunez was uh, being accused of unethical conduct, and he still is, for that matter, and he still has not resigned. The first guy to come out publicly as as a county commissioner elect already and say, look, it's time to pass the baton, What was Sergio himself. And so we're going to have a candid discussion about the county. Uh, We're going to have a candid discussion about education. And uh, I promise you we're also going to get Rafa to stop being quiet, Rafa, and we're going to get some some take here from Rafa. Rafa, how does it feel to be on the hot seat for the first time as the official uh, intern reporter for El Paso
3: for America? No, it feels great, Hector. Thank you for having me. Uh, like you said, it's been a great week with uh, Nick Baez here. Just left uh, today, and uh, great great week uh, talking ideas, talking big, uh, big plans for the future of the Latino community and El Paso, and uh, looking forward to reporting from here in San Antonio.
1: Well, let's jump into this, guys. Let's jump into it, you know, with, uh, with head first. There is a situation looming at the county. Uh, Sergio, the whole conversation about tax hikes, the whole conversation about, well, there may, be, there may come a time where El Pasoans are going to have to not only tighten their belts, but they're going to have to give to the county more uh, if we want to make things come to fruition. A lot of the talk that centers here at El Paso for America is, is what is the vision at the county? What is the vision at, at City Council? What is the, the overall strategic goal for our city? County Commissioner coming in uh, knowing that there are economic difficulties that loom over the county what are what are your priorities as as a county commissioner elect in terms of of projects or ideas that in order of priority are are things that we we have to keep our eye on regardless of the economic situation what What would you say they are to you
2: well, Hector. First of all, let me once again say thank you for letting me be on the show. I am... Um the county at the time, and keep in mind, I do not get sworn in. I don't get sworn in until January. Right. So, yeah, Commissioner-elect. I'm still on the outside looking in to a certain extent. I have been processing a transitional phase that I've been working on, gathering information. I've gone to some of the budget hearings. And, and one of the obvious things that the county is already doing, from what I understand and what I've seen, is the 5% cut all the way across. Right. And you're absolutely right. These are hard times. And any time you have hard times in any kind of business... Whether it be government or private, one of the things that I've learned in in our private business, in uh, our small business for 36 years now, when times are hard, business is slow, what do you do? Well, besides the usual marketing and doing anything you can to generate revenue and generate new business, we always go to the file that says pending. Mm -hmm. Pending meaning debt, money owed to the firm, whether it be from the insurance company or whether it be from our customers. I'm sure the county is already doing this. Keep in mind, I'm not there yet, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure they've been doing this. I feel it is so important that we aggressively address the issue of debt owed to the county. Once again, keep in mind, I'm sure the county's already doing this. I read something in the paper recently that they were taking this kind of action. Mm -hmm. Now, One thing is to do it, let's say if we're doing it now, have we been addressing that issue vigorously mm-hmm. and aggressively to, to implement a plan that addresses debt collections? I do know that the county, just like the school districts, hire an attorney to collect taxes, mm-hmm. okay? How effectively are we collecting Would it cost in order to implement a more strategic plan? And if so, what is the benefit? Now, if there's a benefit, then we still need to look at investing money to make money. Sure, sure. To me, one of the biggest things, once again, would be to looking at
1: debt. A debt and collections of Collections,
2: that debt. of course.
1: Well, let's go straight to the phone lines. They're probably going to have questions about this. Lorenzo is the first one on the lines. 915-880-4376 is our number, folks. We have County Commissioner Alex Sergio Lewis, and we're going to talk... A spectrum, a wide spectrum of things, because the nice thing about Sergio is we can also talk in in education, and believe me, Sergio, we'll get to that also in a second, because I think you brought up some interesting points last time you called into the show, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of give more details, as, as one of our callers last time called in and said, I'd like to hear details from elected officials. We'll get into that, but let's go straight to Lorenzo. Lorenzo, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, how you doing, Hector? I'm doing all right, Lorenzo. What's on how your you mind?
2: Doing, and Lorenzo, how are you? Thank you for calling.
1: Thank you. I'm, I might be going off a little bit of the a, of a
4: topic here, but I'll, I've heard the, the
1: flow control went, went in today, or yesterday it passed for the city. Flo- uh, you're, you're breaking up flood control? No, the, the flow control. Flow the control. Trash. Yes, the... trash collection, okay?
4: Yeah. What what do you guys think about that? Think that's a good move for the city?
1: Well, see the situation with the whole trash controls uh, as as I understand it is that it's going to cost the city uh, was it $18 million that they were saying? I, I haven't followed it as closely as I would like, to be honest, uh, Lorenzo. From what I had heard before, the, the before it got passed or before whatever happened with that, that situation, was that there was, this was going to come at a cost of about $18 million. And that was a comment stated to me by a, a good friend of the show, Manny who who is usually out there taking notes and, and trying to figure out what's next in terms of trying to tighten our belt and not ensure that taxes don't go up. That's what he had told us on the show. Uh I'm not sure what came of it. Uh Sergio, I'm not sure if you have a comment on I mean this has to do with city matters.
2: Honestly Hector on the uh, on that on that city matter I'm not real real familiar with. Uh I yeah. haven't been following that. Let's uh I'll tell you what Lorenzo. I will I will prep for
1: this and I will come back with you That's with my commentary question. tomorrow and I'm not going to talk out of my you know what because I, I this <laughs> is a I, I will tell you this if if what i was told before that it was going to cost us 18 million dollars whatever tweaks they were making to the system and they are actively calling for us to be in a position of of raising taxes in the city I, I kind of question the validity of of eighteen million dollars, and they're getting away with it by saying, "Oh well, you know, this is money from last year's budget. Last year's budget, this year's budget doesn't matter. It's eighteen million dollars. Let me look See, into it a little the, and bit the more." the thing is, that I thought the city was broke.
5: Yeah, well, that,
1: that's what everybody's that, been singing over there at the city. And, a, and
4: another thing, they're they're trying to get a company out of business. See, what most of the trash that goes in in Talon Park and Camino Reale, is generated in El Paso. Yeah. And see, and instead of making
1: more jobs, you're
4: cutting business
1: down. You're beginning to cut business down. No, I, I understand. I understand. And uh, let me look into it, Lorenzo. I'll come back with some pointed thoughts on that tomorrow. All right, thank, thank you. you for the call, sir. Uh, Lorenzo's always listening in to the show, folks. He dialed 915 Let's continue with this discussion about the county because it's important. So, sir, so you're saying, all right, obviously we need to get our debt in order. We need to get collection in order over at the county. And these are traditional, I guess you could say, responsibilities of a county commission. You you want to make sure that the county's running efficiently, effectively, that kind of situation. We always talk a lot about on our show questions of, of, of vision and questions of What's next for the city? Not only keeping the ball, our eye on the ball in terms of making things run efficiently and effectively, but also keeping our our eye on what's next. If if someone were to ask you, one of your constituents said, "What are the what are the big things that you're going to be keeping your eye on in terms of what's next? Opportunities for our
2: community that you're going to be championing, things that can really shape our future." In, in my pre, in precinct, too, for the county, we have Escarate. Yeah. So I'll end this before until we come back. Yeah. Quality of life.
1: Quality of life. We'll get, one, it, we'll and get a into very quality. We'll get into quality. Let's get into quality of life with Imbrafa right after the show. I know it matters to people like you coming back from college. 915 804 376 County Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis in studio with me. <laughs>
6: Radio
0: 1150, your financial news source with CNBC Financial.
7: I'm Tom Busby, CNBC Radio. The markets end lower for a third session in a row. More concerns about the economic recovery after first-time jobless claims unexpectedly rose last week. And after computer giant Cisco and Kohl's stores both forecast lower revenue. The Dow losing another 58 points, the Nasdaq down 18. General Motors posted its best quarterly earnings in six years, profit of one and a third billion. This came the same day its chairman and CEO announced he's done his job and he'll be retiring at the end of this month. Oil giant BP paying a record $50.6 million fine to settle charges of safety violations at a Texas refinery where 15 workers were killed in an explosion five years ago. And in a special session, the Senate passed a $600 million bill to put more immigration agents and equipment along the Mexican border. The president is expected to sign that into law tomorrow. Tom Busby, CNBC.
8: This is my parents' Mercedes M-Class, but it won't always be, if you know what I mean.
9: When you own a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, chances are they'll own it one day, too. Because a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz is 100% through and through a Mercedes-Benz. And right now, during our certified pre-owned sales event, you can get exceptional 1.99% financing on select models. Every one of our certified pre-owned vehicles undergoes a rigorous inspection by factory trained technicians to ensure it meets the uncompromising standards of Mercedes-Benz. And considering we invented the automobile standards are indeed high. Plus, a warranty and roadside assistance for up to five years and 100,000 total miles. And now, with three months of Sirius Satellite Radio.
8: I can't wait to drive
9: this. Hurry into the Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned Sales Event, now through August 31st. And remember, if it's not at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer, it's not Certified Pre-Owned.
10: See dealer or call 1-800-F4 Mercedes for a complete program, including Certified Pre-Owned Limited Warranty and Sirius Satellite Radio details and limitations. Not all customers are qualified for advertised APR and are subject to prior credit approval. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, El Paso For America This is huge With your host, Hector H. Lopez Talk Radio 1150
1: redefine the role of the county how do we begin to develop ideas you know i was kind of commenting here on the break with uh, county commissioner Alex sergio lewis that i always feel like at the county people are operating off of a pro forma like you know you know the business pro formas that you get it's kind of like these little checkoff items that you fill in little boxes and uh, in order to be a county commissioner you check off this box that box that box, and if you're running officially, then hey, you've been a county commissioner, thank you for your service, and I was telling county commissioner elect, you know I'd love to know more about who is thinking creatively about the future. Every time I have a conversation with people about the county and and, and this whole question of tax hikes and, and the economic times that are looming over the county, every time it never fails, I get the comment. Well, you know, Hector you know the city city hall city city hall is very different than the county and uh the city has different revenue streams we don't have the same level of revenue streams and and i always i always get a little frustrated about that because how people have the authority the the uh i guess the creative opportunity to redefine the role of the county, of course, abiding by all our laws and, and all of that. I'm not, I'm not advocating here to break our laws. But who is thinking creatively about the development of new revenue streams, that kind of stuff? We were talking about quality of life. That's what we went to break on, uh, uh, Sergio. And, and you were telling me, Hector, you know, I want to I talk to you about how quality of life is a priority to me and, and keeping my eye on that beyond just the uh, efficient, effective workings of the county. Explain to me a little bit about quality of life, in, in particular, in, in your district, in your area that you're, that you're operating in, Sergio.
2: In the precinct to mm-hmm. um, Escarate Park, for example, I, I'll be representing Escarate. Although Commissioner Escobar has been doing a great job, and I, I feel they have done some great improvements over there. And, and to me, and I've been over to Escarate quite a few times now, mm-hmm. and more than a few, but it has so much potential. It's yeah. actually a very beautiful park. Yeah. I'm thinking, number one, I didn't campaign this, but it's a priority in my mind, yeah. the amusement park that we used to have there there's a void now there we need to come together as a community yeah. reach out to the constituency reach out to the community there
6: yeah.
2: and in El Paso, and i'd like to form some kind of committee to come up with ideas to maximize on the potential of the park being one filling that void with some type of amusement park, some type of getting back to what I said, quality of life issue yep. that I mentioned, so that our young people, the parents, the grandparents, can get together the way they did for so many years when Western sure. Playland was there. And, and, we, and, and if we that. do it, I, and if we do something, I can't promise, I'm not even there yet, but right. one thing I will commit to, I'm going to work very hard, and I'm going to collaborate and work with the leadership in this community, work with the commissioner's court in this community during times that are extremely hard yeah. and figure a way to, make to make get happen. amusement park. A quality of life issue. Secondly, see if we can generate some revenue.
1: I love it. I, and I love what you're saying. Here's why. I mean, you, you know, during the break, you, you were, we were talking a little bit about uh, you know the ideas that have been thrown around regarding Ascarate. I mean, uh, I, I think everybody's familiar with uh, Alejandro Lozano and the plans he's been talking about for, for quite some time, for quite a few years about Ascarate. And I've gotten to the point, uh, Rafa and, and, and Sergio, that and I almost feel like people look at Alejandro and say, You know, keep dreaming, guy. It's not going to happen. But the ideas he brings to the table, at least someone's thinking along those lines. And I think there's more people out there. Um, Rafa, you were with me in Panama. And uh, one of the neatest things, and this is an idea I'll put out there, uh, Sergio, and and count count me in 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 any of these ideas for for, for Ascarate. But um, I think that you're right. I think that there's ways in which you can work on... Something in hard economic times I'll put out as an example The City of Knowledge in Panama City, Panama Uh, The City of Knowledge in Panama City, Panama Rafa was just there What was the place like, Rafa? I mean, describe for people uh, How the City of Knowledge made you feel Just, I mean, what kind of place was it?
3: It was just a a very humbling place Because you're just surrounded by different schools uh, An area that is, you know Focused a lot on its education uh, Raising, you know uh, the kids are from Panama and it's just done a great job with high level of uh, of intellectuality within the, the community there, and it was just great to be and, there.
1: And the way it's become that, uh, Sergio, is, is, kind of, is kind of interesting. This was the old naval base of the United States and Panama, probably the single biggest uh, symbol of what some people would say, uh, you know, United States influence on Panama. And for many Panamanians, any historian would say, well, that, that would probably become, once it's vacated, something that's a symbol of oppression or a symbol of, uh, you know, of, of bad times or, or something like that. Panama completely changed that. When the United States gave them this property, huge property, they, they created a 501c3 uh, that is that, that was independent of the government, even though all revenues from that not only go to fund the 501c3 but come back to the Panamanian government. And this is what they did, Sergio. They developed the world's leading, or for now, the the, the world's leading and, and Latin America's leading academic campus, bringing together NGOs, schools... Uh, all sorts of nonprofit organizations in Panama to situate themselves in this campus. And so now they've got the United Nations operating out of there, the OAS operating out of there, the National Hispanic Institute, we run our programming out of there, Ohio State University, Villanova University, Florida State. They've got all these academically oriented programs and they transform this area through a 501c3 into not only a revenue earner for the government, but something that has become a symbol of like Rafa was saying for Panamanian youth that is where you know the cutting edge you know kind of projects that are occurring in Panama are are taking place this was all a piece of property that was owned by the government that really didn't have a vision or a plan behind it and somebody said this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it. The government by- got behind it, and they turned it into a revenue earner. I-, I-, I wonder if we could not do the same thing with an ascarate along the lines of culture and entertainment or along the lines of-, of other things. I mean, we got a lake there. we
2: got the golf course there. So many ideas. When we come back from break, if you'll let- yeah. allow me to speak on that, I would love to. All right, it. let's do that. Let's do that. We'll get back after break directly to
1: uh, County Commissioner Alex. Comments on that. Give us a call, 915 880 We'll be back. Uh oh, oh,
0: This is KHRO El Paso. Talk Radio, 1150 a.m., your CNN radio news source.
11: CNN Radio, I'm Michelle Wright. Our top story, a federal judge is lifting a temporary stay on his landmark decision to overturn California's Prop 8, which outlaws same-sex marriage.
10: Obviously, for
4: same-sex marriage couples, a huge victory today. Same-sex marriages can resume in California beginning on
11: August 18. CNN's Dan Simon. Authorities have captured the man they believe stabbed 18 people in three states. Elias Abu al-Azam was picked up last night in Atlanta trying to board a flight to Tel Aviv. Michigan
12: prosecutor David
11: Layton says while most of the victims were black, he's not calling the spree racially
12: motivated yet. We don't have any other evidence that suggests it's racially motivated. I'm not saying it's not. Five people were killed in that crime spree. Stocks finished lower for the third straight day.
11: On word that jobless claims hit a five-month high. The Dow lost 58 points, while the NASDAQ and S&P lost more than a half percent. This is CNN Radio.
8: The Sears Automotive Center knows that when you get your car back from the shop, you don't want to feel like you've been taken for a ride. That's why the Sears Blue Automotive Crew offers Price Match Plus to get you the best price guaranteed. Come see for yourself at the summer safety event. Through August 15th, save on all tires, all tire brands, all tire sizes. Plus get $70 cash back by mail with a purchase of four Michelin tires and get a $16.99 conventional Valvoline oil change with no shop fees. Visit SearsAuto.com for more great deals. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Sears. Life well spent.
11: When hurricanes strike, people lose belongings, their homes, hope. This hurricane season is predicted to be severe. American Red Cross volunteers stand ready. You can help. Your $50 click on redcross.org can feed and shelter a child for a day. Text Red Cross to 90999 to give $10. Call one 800 Cross, and your $25 gift can make sure someone won't go hungry for the day. Every single donation brings hope. Text message and data rates may apply.
13: Ford and Lincoln Mercury Service presents Mike Rowe, talking about millions of things in just 60 seconds.
9: Better talk fast, Mike. Actually, I just want to talk about one thing. The big tire sale going on right now at Ford and Lincoln Mercury dealers. Oh, well, take your time then. The big tire sale is a great chance to save a bunch of money on name brand tires, because Ford and Lincoln Mercury dealers will beat any competitor's advertised price.
13: That's right, Mike. And if you buy four Goodyear, Continental, Hankook, Yokohama, or Pirelli tires, you'll get a $100 cash rebate, 100 bucks and that's on top of the low price. Tire Guarantee. You forgot to mention that. Well, that's why you're here. Thank you. You know, we have nearly 20 seconds left, Mike. Oh, that's awkward. Tell me, Mike, how many tires do Ford and Lincoln Mercury dealers sell every year? Oh, millions. Aha! Uh-huh. So technically, you did talk about millions of things in under 60 seconds. That's true.
9: And technically, you still haven't read the disclaimer. No oh boy.
13: Competitors ad required for tire guarantee. See participating dealership or call 1-877-310-3673 for mail-in rebate details through 831-10.
14: Being in touch with your community, that's what sets apart the local news leader from the rest. That's why Univision 26 Cable Channel 2 continues to be the number one choice for news at 5 and 10 p.m. More local stories, covering stories that affects you and your community. Three states, two countries, from Fabens to Las Cruces, and the only El Paso station with full news operations in Juarez, covering what's happening on both sides of the border. No English language station can come close. Univision 26, for 25 years, the number one source for better local coverage. News, education, health, all the news you need to know in Espanol at your fingertips. www.kint.com. More local news, more national and international news, sports and local weather, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at kint.com. The new source for information in Espanol on the web. The only local news website in Espanol covering news from throughout the borderland, both sides of the border. The new kint.com, your source for better local coverage. For it.
9: When good things come together, the result is an undeniable force. August 5th through 15th, the Plaza Classic Film Festival brings together 75 films, concerts, and celebrity guests. The result is the world's largest classic film festival. Tickets on sale now for the Plaza Classic Film Festival, August 5th through 15th. Visit plazaclassic.com for more information. The Plaza Classic Film Festival, brought to you by the El Paso Community Foundation. For America, this is huge. With your host,
0: Hector H. Lopez. Talk Radio 1150.
1: Conversation continues here with uh, County Commissioner Alex Sergio Lewis. I wish that the, the conversation on break was actually on air. We're going to try to bring that into the air here uh, in a few seconds. The conversation uh, leading up to uh, to the break was regarding the fact of, of what Rafael and I experienced over at the City of Knowledge, uh, Sergio. The fact that here was a, a piece of, of property, a piece of land that could have easily fallen, fallen into disrepair or just been utilized for classroom space or something traditional. Somebody stepped up. Proposed a vision They created a 501c3 That uh, was directly reporting To the Panamanian government But this 501c3 was Tasked with creating La Ciudad del Saber, the city of knowledge, where they would bring together NGOs, colleges, and universities that were worldwide respected, nonprofits, e- entities from Panama that were trying to do worthwhile projects within the country, and it has turned into a beacon of, of knowledge, thought, and action uh, for the country of Panama. And they did this all without much. Out of the pocket of that government I mean this is all the 501c3 Of course taking in revenues in non-profit Uh fashion just to fund themselves, but anything, uh, anything else that goes beyond that in terms of you know the fees that the uh, UN is paying, all of that, the things that go beyond just the operational goes back to the government. Uh, the way they've structured it has been quite remarkable, and and we talked about Alejandro Lozano. We talked about the fact that he's been for years proposing things uh, over at Ascarate, and it almost has gotten to the point where I think people just look at Alejandro and go, there, there, Alejandro, keep dreaming, and I get frustrated because I think there's opportunities for us to make things happen, perhaps, when all the funding's not there. What are your thoughts on all of this? Well, Mr.
2: Lozano has, has brought that up in the past, and, and he's got uh, some, some really good ideas. Uh, I think the only thing that I see that is, is, is a little more complicated at this time about Lozano's plan is the fact that it's, it's very big. And I don't know it would be a good idea for the taxpayers to inherit that type of liability at the risk of possibly making some money in the future. I think the way and, – and him and I have had a conversation or two, by the way, giving Mr. Lozano his credit uh, uh, due. Um, starting off with what we just mentioned, what we were talking about, starting mm-hmm. off with – we have a golf course. That's a business as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, it is. It's a business. So revenue what, earner. What can we do to improve the golf course in order to generate new types of revenue in the future? There's the lake. Can we expand the lake? Can we bring in a restaurant? We have to have some attractions. Uh, one of my staff people. When I hire a staff person, it's going to be somebody with knowledge and know-how of grand acquisition. Mm-hmm. We have to have 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 somebody from grant acquisition because we need to address the federal level. We need to address on a state level. What can we do for El Paso, Precinct 2, to bring funds in order to develop the type of quality of life that the people in this community deserve? We live in a unique community. My gosh, our sister city. Okay, there's issues right now. Well, let's take some of those issues and let's turn it into a positive for us. We're living in some times. Mm that the people deserve and and we have variables that could come out of all that where our grant acquisition could be put in, a, in put in place in a way where it would be so attractive it would be hard for the federal and or state level people not to let us have it i think it's going to take some that type of money in order to generate the type of ideas that we're talking about here getting back to what you were talking about the panama city concept well if you if, if you don't have to look too far but we're very fortunate in this community, and in precinct two, once again on the County Commissioners Court, we have the University Medical Center. Yeah. We have Texas Tech. The University Medical Center. A lot of, of, a lot of good things going on. We there. have the Silva High School Magnet School, the 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 the, the, the medical yeah. the health uh, magnet school right there next to Jeff. Yeah. And everyone is going to be working collaboratively. Mm-hmm. I was on the board when Health Silva was put together, and. Um, and that's another big asset. We're going to be maximizing on that. Can we turn that into an economic development boom? Can we can we expand on that in order to develop economic features to generate new revenue? Absolutely. Are we gearing up for that? Are we gearing up for the new jobs that are going to be coming out of all of this and the university medical center? I really don't know at this time. Those are the type of things I want to find out when I get into and to the county mm-hmm. what can we do to start projecting the type of jobs, the type of variables the t- type of trickle down effects from, from prescriptions to pharmaceutical to, to, to equipment to anything and everything you can think of in the medical field right here in our own community what type of jobs are going to be developing in the future are we addressing the future instincts on those type of, of, those type of issues I feel precinct too honestly mm-hmm. and this is One of the reasons besides just wanting it, I just, there is so much, so much opportunity there. Um, Going back to uh, 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 the sportsplex, I want to support the commissioner's court. I want to support Ana Perez. She represents the sportsplex. I see that as a business. We ought to be generating revenue out of that sportsplex, and eventually, hopefully, we will. I've spoke to Commissioner uh, uh, Miss Perez and her credit, Mm -hmm. and she is working diligently in order to generate the type of plan that will de- de- I'm develop glad to new that. revenue, you see? I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And I want to work collaboratively. collaboratively excuse here's, me.
1: Here's the reason that I'm glad to hear that. And I'll ask you right after we get to Herman here, who's on the calls. Folks, if you want to give a call to uh, County Commissioner Alex Sergio Lewis, or just banter back and forth with <laughs> Rafa and I here, you feel free to do so. 915 804 is our number. Uh, you can give us a call here in the studio. And I do want to get in with you, Sergio, on the, on the whole topic of, of how you address the naysayers. A lot of if people will say, how can you be thinking about quality of life issues when hard economic times are happening? Uh, I'm not sure what Herman's got in mind, but Herman's sometimes naysaying some of the big ideas on this show. Let's see what Herman's got to say. Herman, welcome to the show. Como estas?
2: Bien, bien. How you doing? I'm doing all right. What's going on, Herman? Hey, how, hey, are, how are you, Herman? Good to hear from listen, you.
6: Listen, listen, I went, I went some time back uh, to talk to the mayor about moving the uh, entrance to Escarate, uh, to, to, to Alameda. Okay. And at the same time, See if they can revitalize. You know, they're trying to revitalize Alameda, and at the same time revitalize all the uh, junkyards and stuff that's on that's on, the, uh, on the corner, of Alameda and Delta. But he didn't really, you know, uh, say anything. But uh, you know that would that uh, you know the, uh, that would uh, take the uh, state, the county, and the city to do that project. You know, because it's a state uh, it's a state road. And a city and and county. The park belongs to the county. So by by moving the by moving the uh, moving the entrance, uh, you, you could bring some restaurants. You know, some chilies. You know, we don't have any restaurants of the freeway. You know, uh, 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 franchise restaurants, Chilies, maybe Applebee's, and, and stuff. You know, at the entrance of the park. And also uh, some time ago, uh, when Betty Flores was still uh, commissioner. They sent her to uh, to uh, Orlando to uh, to check the Epcot Center. I don't know if you're familiar with Epcot Center, but it's a bunch of restaurants alongside the alongside the, the lake from all parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have different from well, from all parts of the world.
1: Yeah, it's and, like a World Trade yeah. Fair.
6: Yes, yeah, yeah, but you know, it consists of restaurants. You know, you go and ch- choose whatever food you want. to country you want to f- uh, savor mm-hmm. but uh you know I'd, I'd like to get together with you uh, uh, sergio and and you know because if you don't see the way i see it you know you're not going to uh, you're
2: gonna think i'm crazy you know <laughs> Nobody's gonna ever think you're crazy, Herman.
1: <laughs> Haven't you ever seen no Sergio's uh, uh, commercials? I don't oh, think yeah, yeah. he would think you're crazy. I mean, his whole commercials on KHRO he, uh, focused on that. You got a poem for us, by the
2: way? <laughs> no, uh, Herman. I'm sure you know where, where you can get in touch with me. And uh, I, I, I do. I do. Good. Good. You're you're welcome to give me a call. Um, I'm gonna be out for the rest of the day today, but tomorrow or any other time, uh, feel free to call and. Um, I would love to sit with you, because one of the things I am working on, and I've been talking to people, we're going to form a committee, we're going to form a breakfast committee, and so we can we can start throwing out ideas. I want, I want the input to come from the community, Herman, people like you and anyone else that is out there that is interested in making El Paso a better place to live in. It's not going to happen, just me. I'm one person. I need your support. I need people like you and other people to work with me in order to generate and do the type of things and see the the what can be done, the what can't be done, the technical issues and anything and everything we can do in order to address these issues with the leadership here in El Paso. I think it would be wonderful, bro. Just give me a holler. I'd be more than glad to visit hey, with you. you yes. if, I don't, if I don't get a hold of you, I'll get a hold of Jean. Hey, Norma Jean. and <laughs> Norma Jean, Norma <laughs> Jean. I love hey, it. Uh, <laughs> There's a little story to how that ever came about. But anyways, uh, Herman, yes, I was. You give me a call. I'd be you, more than glad to, to entertain anything you, you have to say. That Herman,
3: Rafa, and Hernandez. We'll that. Rafa Hernandez here. Herman, how are you? Just fine. How
2: you
6: doing?
3: Good. Good. I think you hit it right on the dot. Uh Talking about wanting to Epcot, saying that there's restaurants around there. uh it, The perfect. That's a prime example because you have the rides there, you have the attractions there. That's why you know they made that. And, and you're, you're exactly right. There is nothing there in Alameda except you know junkyards. And what's gonna bring? somebody to come eat down there? What's going to bring you know, a business and somebody to say, I'm going to make an Applebee's. I'm going to make a Cheddar's. I'm going to make something there. And like Sergio's saying, bringing new ideas, doing something there with the lake, something with the golf course, bringing just anything to that area that's going to attract people to go there for some reason sure. is, is going to, uh, you know, that's going to be the perfect spot to make restaurants there. But what are you going to do about it to get people there in the first place?
2: You're so right, Rafa. Attractions. I mean, you can do just about anything you want, but if you don't have the attraction that people are going to adhere to. Yeah, exactly. Then you really don't have it. So it, it, it needs to be thought out strategically. Restaurant row, little expansion of the lake, yeah. possibly an amusement park, an education. Yeah, uh, uh, a, and, and whatever, it doesn't have to be along the takes.
1: lines of education. I was just using that as an example. Absolutely. Yeah. I I think I think that the ideas. You know, and this is a, a big question. And Herman, you bring up these questions all the time on our show—the questions of, well, how are you going to ma- make sure you maintain, you know, an eye on the budget? And sometimes you can't think of, of big projects. You're the one, the first one to tell me, uh, Herman, that sometimes you can't think of big projects in tough economic times. But when you see it as a revenue earner, and you try to figure out a way around it, um, I think that there's that there's still a great
2: possibility for us
1: to the, achieve
8: these And, things, and even here.
2: even the the bigger benefit or one of the benefits also Hector is the fact that there's a lot of young people today that are growing up without a close amusement park close to them there's one on the west side way over there okay well that's fine yeah, i'm not but, sure people so well that's what i'm getting yeah. at you see and so you you bring up children yeah. with the type of quality of life that we had the opportunity to experience they grow up happier they grow up with a better a better taste in their mouth about the community and they remember the day their daddy took them then they take their children there or 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 whatever it takes to start developing positive. And believe me, El Paso, I think, is positioned real well right now to go to the federal level, to the state level, and say, we're El Paso. We're not looking for a handout. We are interested in making our community better because we have the assets in place. We have the variables absolutely. in place. We have the people that are interested, and our children deserve this. Now, we, you see where I'm going uh, and with And I'm going to hold you and, to well, it. I'm going to to the fire. Well, that's okay yeah. with me. That's okay, why good. I ran for the commissioner's I seat, but it. I'm going to tell you something. It, I can't it, promise you I'm going to make it happen. One thing I will promise, though. is that you'll fight for it. I'm going to fight for it, and I'm committed to making something happen. If it doesn't happen, they can vote me out, or they can give me another chance if and when I decide to run again. But the main thing about this is I will promise that I'm going to work hard, and those are the type of plans that I already have in place that we're going to hit the ground running when I get there in January. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hire a staff person with grant acquisition potential, somebody extremely experienced in that. I love it. And, and we're just going to have to start going for some monies. We deserve it every Everyone else is doing it why shouldn't we
1: uh, absolutely herman last hey, Edgar, comments. i got on. a line of people
6: hold on hold on go ahead hey remember donald Rumsfeld? he said we go to war with what we have and we have a lot of uh, venues that that can uh, be taken advantage of but we just don't
1: absolutely herman thank herman, you for the call thanks, uh,
2: thanks right. for your time herman. later
1: all right folks you dial 915 376 we got a full phone line list here but uh, give us a call you can jump in let's go to abel abel welcome to the show
15: Hector Lopez is my favorite show uh, on all of PHRO.
1: I love it, and I love listening to the Power Hour on the way into the studio. How about that?
15: Thank you, man. <laughs> Feelings mutual. Is that,
2: is that hey, real, same real, real, label that have, I know? It's the same yeah, label. I was, up in,
15: I was up in Albuquerque, okay, and they have Cliff's Amusement Park. Same setup as what was there in Western Playland, except they had two roller coasters. They had the old one, like, you know, the old one that used to be there, but then they had this thing called the Rattler. The Rattler. Which is a wooden roller coaster. Yep, I've ridden it. Actually, I jumped on it. God, what a, you don't need no roll-around barrel, uh, you know, little things like that 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 make something attractive. Plus, they had a water park that they just opened up next to it. So, uh, you know, I I really believe that that, that Western Playland that was there, like you said, was a landmark uh, uh, deal that should have been if, if he left then just like the, the just like crabs do, get another one to get in the shell and and keep it going. Because I really think that that whole area is underdeveloped, and if it develops more, like you were talking about with a, a amusement park again and things like that, and really work the land, you know. And uh, you know, I know there's old timers that play softball and stuff, but you know, we're living in the 21st century, and we need modern stuff. The only thing I, I don't like about it, and people always argue about it, is that. Uh, most of the places, even in Albuquerque with cliffs, you can see it from the from the highway. And you, when you see something like that, and you have kids in the car, they go, "Let's go there." Yeah. So I, I agree. I agree with the direction, you know. And I, I, it's got to really be a, a good place. We went and did uh, with the Drowning Coalition. We went and did the uh, the, the uh, lifeguard Olympics, mm-hmm. and the, the walls in the swimming pool part are, are peeling off. Wow. And. You, and that's a county you know, that's a county deal. The pool to me is still gorgeous, but you know, I mean you gotta you, you gotta keep your assets looking good in order to you know
1: what, Abel? I mean, I think you've brought up. I think you've brought up something real interesting here. You're jumping on board, and and Sergio here is talking about the whole concept of building a committee. Uh, yesterday, I'm not sure if you caught the show yesterday, Abel. But when I had a, uh, uh, I had the manager of Michael David, a guy who
15: from yeah, El Paso. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I heard that. He, the first time. he
1: made he made a comment that I that I just thought was groundbreaking. I was like, I hope that people in El Paso are listening to this guy. The guy said, "Look, we've created his career." With no money. They shot a full-fledged music video that will be airing on country music television and all that uh, with no money. And I said, well, how did you do that? And he said, look, we got the people around the table that wanted to back this guy, that wanted to back the, this whole idea of turning him into a country music star. And they they gave of their time. I mean, Abel, you're in the communication business. You're here with with, with, with doing all of this work. I mean, there's certain assets we all bring to the table. I come from a nonprofit kind of world. Uh, Sergio, I think what we could do here is if you bring the right people around the table that are willing to give of their time and services to make something like this happen, I I don't see why it can't happen. If they're they're getting a guy to become a a music star by people just giving of their services and time pro bono because they believe in the idea, I think you – I don't think there's a reason why we can't do that at the county level or at the city level.
15: And don't forget, it's economic development. A lot of people got their summer jobs there, like, year after year, and learning how to, you know, deal in the amusement park industry. So I'll hang up and let you go because I know you have a lot of colors. All park. right, Abel. Thanks
2: And, and thanks a Hector, lot. keep go in ahead. mind, amusement park, that's just an idea. Right. I mean, there's a lot of ideas, actually, that we could be looking at. It has to come from the community also, it though. It does. But uh, when I think firsthand amusement park, Western Playland was always a great thing for the children in El Paso. It was. The children in those areas, the children from the valley. I really think that... Um, I was one of them. It I mean. would just be something that, uh, going back to the quality of life and... Um, and, and focusing on that area, there is just so much potential. We have the, and I don't know if you're familiar with the El Paso Fishing Club. Yeah. I'm a member of it. Oh, wow. So when, I, when I started cool. going out to Scott at the end, I went to some of their fishing days. I, just, I, I got hooked that these individuals are doing something for the community that is just incredible. They're, 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 they're retiree people. They're retiree individuals. They're... they're, they're um, Veterans of wars, um, they're out there doing it because they want to do it. And they I, love it, and, yeah. and I, and I, little by little have been uh, contributing whatever little bit i can and getting involved with them i will be supporting that club because they are truly allowing some children an opportunity to fish and believe me fishing is excited when you're young yeah. if i hadn't been taken by a neighbor to 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 the to the the canals out here on the west side when i was a kid and caught a catfish i probably never would have gone fishing yeah so anyways i Let's, mean there's just so many things there we can are do. And, there are and and, and 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 keep in mind that well, go Let, ahead, Let's go, go straight ahead,
1: go to ahead. the callers. I, I think they have a lot of questions, folks. We do have full phone lines. You can give us a call, though. 915 When someone jumps off, you jump in. Let's go straight to Jerome. Jerome, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy?
4: Okay, Hector.
1: Chef Lewis, Jerome Tillman. Jerome
2: Tillman, how are you, my friend? I'm doing okay, man. Good to hear from you.
4: I'm going to ask you to dial back a little bit to your school board days and some of the expertise that I think you're going to be able to bring to the commissioner's court, uh, having come from another taxing entity. You had been on, on the program, or at least made a phone call in, talking about the future of the EPI as the headquarters. I think the lease with the airports running out, we might be shopping for some additional real estate. Can you talk a little bit about your views on where that headquarters might go? That's number one. And then number two, about those tennis courts out on Kenworthy and Trans Mountain, the kinds of things that would have continued to lend to the quality of life in this community, and why those things are just sitting over there collecting dust.
2: Jerome sort of put me on the spot on that one. Yes, I was a board member for eight years with EPISD. I recently was a board member from 2005 to 09 and mm-hmm. prior, 93 through 97, board president, 95 through 97. Anyways, going to the tennis courts first. I think yeah. it's... a. It's, this is important. The tennis courts in, in Northeast on Trans Mountain are currently closed. From what I still understand, it's been a year or more. When I yeah. left the board in '09 of May, we had approved around sixty-eight thousand dollars a year for the Youth Tennis Foundation out there, so that they can continue the program for our kids in the district. Jeff was a big tennis player. He was ranked number yeah. one. Well, congratulations to you, in young man. You know that um, I got a, I, when I when I got off the board. Uh, from, I thought everything was going forward on it, and I later found out that they closed it down, and the school district hadn't been funding it. And, of course, money's tight and everything, but it had already been approved, from what I understood, because I voted on it. Mm -hmm. And we let a, a, a perfectly good tennis court just close down. Now, of course, from what I understand, there's other issues, but from what I also understand... That we shouldn't have really let that happen. And I was real surprised that two board members that sit on the EPISD board never even said anything, and they just let it close down without question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not—I I know both board members, and, and I like to think they're my friends, and I get along with them well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not throwing a rock or anything. I'm just really, really surprised that these gentlemen didn't speak up. Yeah. At least ask the questions, is there anything we can do to keep those tennis courts open? Well, administration uh, voted. I mean, uh, the board uh, evidently and administration uh, allowed to uh, the, the tennis Tennis courts to be closed. The, the only thing that I hope is not going to happen here. I know the EPISD administration sooner or later is going to have to build either build or move into some new administrative buildings. Yeah. Now I just hope going back to uh, Jerome's second or first question is yeah. I just hope they're not preparing to build administrative buildings where the tennis courts were at because that would be taking a youth program away so administration the and the adults can come in and build there. Sure. Now there's other land around there which administration can build. So that's a given. Yeah. I just feel real strongly that we should have never let those tennis courts die. That was not only a uh, uh, district-wide initiative, that was also a county-wide initiative. There was some USDA collaborative initiatives that we were holding, that we've held in the past, and there was just a... An abundance of opportunity. And see, we're
1: going to need people to take up those fights because sometimes they're the first things to go. You know, it's like if you if you utilize a high quality of life as your measuring stick, as it seems like you're going to be using, then you're going to have to make cuts in such a way where you do tighten the belt of the county. Uh, and, you know, in this case, you're kind of giving some advice to, the, to the, your old stomping grounds. But you have to kind of tighten the belt but still keeping an eye on quality of life in the future so you can't make too many cuts on those things because you got to keep them going or you got to think innovatively about how to keep them going. Let's go straight to the next uh, caller here with Pete. Pete, welcome to the show. You're our last caller of the hour. What's on your mind? Pete. Pete, are you there going once? Pete, are you there going twice? Pete, give us a call back, 915-880-4376 I, is our number. Am I going off? Uh, we, we can keep you. Are you all right coming on a little bit after the show? Okay, we'll keep him. We'll keep Sergio Lewis a little bit after here the break. Uh, continue the discussion. We, we still have full phone lines. Give us a call, 915-880-4376. Uh, do we have a caller on the line there, Abby?
10: Lila.
1: Lila, let's go straight to Lila. Lila, welcome to the show. What's going on, Lila? Not too much,
10: Sergio. This is something I've been thinking about since... Obviously, the traffic to Juarez has gone down for obvious reasons. The tourism's not getting to go over there. Wouldn't it be nice if we could build a? Um, I got the word now. A mercado over here, much like the city market in Juarez. Then we could keep the tourists on this side of the border, give them what they want, the items from Mexico, and. Um, have a great tourist
2: attraction. That that, that would be excellent, Lila. And, and also, though, um, in addition. But
10: we need someone to do
2: it. Well, that, that would be and excellent. Money. But let, let me share something with you. I don't know if you're familiar, but over on Saragossa, I believe. Out in the Saragossa area, there is, I can't think of the name of that place, but it is like a, a small mercado. There's a, there's food. There's a, a supermarket. I'm trying to remember the name um, of it, too, because I know it, what you're it's, talking it, about. It's, uh, you're talking I about. I didn't uh, know that. You're talking about... Uh, I can't think of the name, but they have a similar uh, a similar uh, uh, concept to what you're talking about. I know although you're talking about something a lot more full-blown, Lila. And, of course, yeah. that would always be something to look into, absolutely. And that's actually actually a very, very uh, good thought. Mission Market, is it? I can't it, think it, of the name. I think name it's
1: Mission it? Market. I, I don't, I don't I've remember been there a few too. times. And, and, you know, the thing is this. I, I think that your idea, Lila, also has to go hand-in-hand hand with... Other attractions. It's like you know, if we if we continue to talk about this concept of ascarate it, it's 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 also location, location, location. It does us no good to have like a mercado of sorts, whether it's large, humongous, like the one they used to have in or they still have in Ciudad Juarez, but nobody goes to uh, anymore because of the violence or a or small it can't one.
10: Be just a stand-alone you, item.
4: Exactly,
1: it can't be a standalone. Yeah. Is what I was trying to get no, to. No, That's excellent, Lila. Uh, Lila, thank yeah. you for your call. We're gonna try to keep. Uh, we're gonna keep County Commissioner Alexander Lewis with. Us through the break, you can still give us a call 915-880-4376 and also in the 3 o'clock hour the return of C. Leroy Cavazos with America's political chisme, finally he is back after a long summer we will hear from him in the 3 o'clock hour
0: This is KHRO El Paso, Talk Radio 1150 AM, your CNN radio news source
16: cnn radio i'm barbara hall a federal judge in california has announced a timetable for lifting a temporary stay in the case that overturned proposition eight cnn Stan simon reports the decision means gay and lesbian couples in california can start planning their wedding ceremonies
7: same-sex couples can start getting married in california starting next week on august 18th next wednesday at 5 p.m obviously a significant victory uh, for same-sex couples here in California. Those in favor of Proposition 8 uh, hugely disappointed. They are vowing to appeal.
16: Legal experts expect the case will go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. After 11 days of deliberation, jurors in the corruption trial of Rod Blagojevich say they have reached a decision on just two of the counts facing the former Illinois governor. Terry Sullivan is a legal analyst for CNN affiliate WGN in Chicago. They've
12: decided on two, unanimous. That's it. And they've said on the red- Yes, they can't come to any unanimous conclusion, but... To make it more confusing, they haven't considered the wire fraud, or they haven't decided or voted on the wire fraud.
16: The judge has instructed the jury to continue to deliberate. A man accused of stabbing 18 men in Michigan, Virginia, and Ohio is in custody. Genesee County, Michigan, prosecutor David Layton says customs officials arrested 33-year-old Elias Abul Azam last night in Atlanta as he tried to board a flight to Tel Aviv. We
12: believe he was born in Israel. He's here legally. He's a legally permitted resident. Uh, which means he has a green card. He has the highest status short of being a resident.
16: Five of the victims died. A funeral for former Senator Ted Stevens will be held in Anchorage, Alaska, next Wednesday. Stevens died Monday night in a plane crash in his home state. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin had surgery today to remove a small, potentially cancerous tumor from his stomach. Doctors say the mass was completely removed. This is CNN Radio.
13: That feeling of summer freedom can fade away faster than a vacation tan. But at Advance Auto Parts, freedom from paying for additional services lasts all year long. Advance offers fast, free battery testing and installation on most vehicles at most locations. Plus, Advance carries great brands like AutoCraft. Buy a new battery and we'll install it for you. Fast and most of all, free. It's just one of the many free services you'll enjoy when you come to Advance. Advance Auto Parts. We'll help
17: you keep the wheels turning. Right now, the Home Depot has 10% off all ENERGY STAR qualified appliances of $398 or more. Add to that free delivery and haul-away, plus all the money you'll save on water or electric bills, and you actually save three times. We're lowering the cost of a more energy-efficient home with 10% off all ENERGY STAR appliances. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Through September 1st, U.S. only. See store for details.
12: Wall Street finished in the red for the third straight session, though the day's retreat was not as bad as yesterday. This time, the Dow Industrials lost 59 points. The Nasdaq shed 18. The S&P 500 fell six points. The day's sell-off followed an unexpected rise in weekly jobless claims and a cautious sales outlook from Cisco Systems. The world's biggest Internet gear maker also was the biggest drag on the Dow, tumbling 10%. Coles and Sara Lee had disappointing earnings reports as well. Both those stocks closed lower. And we had more earnings news after the market closed. Nordstrom says its profits jumped 39% in the past quarter thanks to its special sales. But the upscale retailer kept its profit outlook the same and lowered its credit card revenue forecast. You know what? That has its stock sliding at after-hours trading. I'm Steve Orr from the newsroom at
9: MarketWatch.com.
8: This is my parents' Mercedes M-Class. But it won't always be, if you know what I mean.
9: When you own a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, chances are they'll own it one day, too. Because a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz is 100% through and through a Mercedes-Benz. And right now, during our certified pre-owned sales event, you can get exceptional 1.99% financing on select models. Every one of our certified pre-owned vehicles undergoes a rigorous inspection by factory-trained technicians to ensure it meets the uncompromising standards of Mercedes-Benz. And considering we invented the automobile... Those standards are indeed high. Plus, a warranty and roadside assistance for up to five years and 100,000 total miles. And now, with three months of Sirius Satellite Radio.
8: I can't wait to drive
9: this. Hurry into the Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned Sales Event, now through August 31st. And remember, if it's not at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer, it's not certified pre-owned.
10: See dealer or call one 800 f mercedes for a complete program, including certified pre-owned, limited warranty, and Sirius Satellite Radio details and limitations. Not all customers are qualified for advertised APR and are subject to prior credit approval.
8: The Sears Automotive Center knows that when you get your car back from the shop, you don't want to feel like you've been taken for a ride. That's why the Sears Blue Automotive Crew offers Price Match Plus to get you the best price guaranteed. Come see for yourself at the summer safety event. Through August 15th, save on all tires. All tire brands, all tire sizes. Plus get $70 cash back by mail with a purchase of four Michelin tires. And get a $16.99 conventional Valvoline oil change with no shop fees. Visit SearsAuto.com for more great deals. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Sears. Life well spent.
11: When hurricanes strike, people lose belongings, their homes, hope. This hurricane season is predicted to be severe. American Red Cross volunteers stand ready. You can help. Your $50 click on redcross.org can feed and shelter a child for a day. Text Red Cross to 90999 to give $10. Call 1-800-RED-CROSS and your $25 gift can make sure someone won't go hungry for the day. Every single donation brings hope. Text message and data rates may apply.
0: El paso for America. We're supposed to bring freedom and democracy to people that need it. I think these people need it. With your host Hector H. Lopez, just the
10: guy I wanted to talk to.
0: Talk radio, eleven (laughs) fifty.
1: We are back and uh, holding over County Commissioner-elect Sergio Luis. He's got a busy schedule, but uh, we managed to convince him to stay here for a couple more segments with us. I- interesting conversation. We have had full phone lines, and I do apologize to people that haven't been able to get on. 915-880-4376 is our number. We do have some open phone lines now, so give us a call. 915-880-4376. On the break, we were talking about uh, this continuing uh, the continuing thoughts of how politics works here, uh, You know, and, and the fact that We do need to think big. We do need to get big ideas out there, and we do need to have people working. On the break, we were talking about the fact that, isn't it interesting, uh, County Commissioner-elect Sergio, uh, you know, isn't it interesting that we have hearings for the cuts at the county, but, but we don't have hearings for... Future prospects and and the ideas that will generate more money for the county. It's almost like we're having hearings for all the negative stuff, all the cuts we're going to have to take. But I, I'd like to see hearings for those people or the the, the for the departments to generate revenue earning ideas for the county and just kick them in the behind until they come up with ideas that are going to be revenue earners for you and kind of use the county commissioner role for that what do you think about it what are you on the spot (laughs) you're setting me up that's okay no it's all right
2: that's okay because the commissioner's court currently that is there right now they know that i'm there and i'm going in to collaborate Yeah. yeah i have nothing but the the, the the most and, and the biggest respect for all of our court and and all the people that were sure. down there and I'm going to go in there with a positive I don't, genuine I don't see anybody positive could attitude be against revenue getting, earning ideas getting to your point you're absolutely right and and I'm sure I'm sure that the court and their defense uh from what I understand is working on ways of of uh maybe aggressively looking at um collecting debt a little more aggressively let's yeah. say. So they 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 are already the court the commissioner's court is already looking at all of that. Yeah. Now what you're talking about is okay Who's the person with the ideas in the county, or is it one of the administrative uh, paid uh, staff people or whoever? Or the departments, you know, whatever. And and that, I I, I don't know. Uh, The the idea, you're absolutely right. We need to maximize on any and all potential, on generating any and all new revenue, new ideas. What are we looking for in the future? Set some time aside. And I'm, and I'm sure they do. And those are the type of things yeah. I'm going to learn as I go. But those are also the type of things I'm going to be keeping my eye on, absolutely,
1: and, and collaborating and with the, the people kind down of attitude. there. That's the kind of attitude we need, just point blank. I mean, look, as much as we have hearings for the cuts, let's have hearings for the potential future revenue streams for the county and have people thinking that stuff up and keep in
2: mind hector they may be doing that yeah. so we don't want to cut them short, short. either sure. but, but you're absolutely right that's that's genuine and and those are things whether it's going on or not those are things we definitely need to stay on top of you're absolutely right
1: let's go straight to uh our phone calls let's go straight to sal sal welcome to the show thank you for waiting uh
5: yes it has been a, a bit of a wait uh but it's worth it i'm glad that um, uh commissioner lewis's elect is hanging um as we speak, I got three kids. I uh, These are a body of kids, uh, same common denominator, no dad, working mom. Uh, we went to Cerro Vista Gorge. I showed them La Prison. We we're on our way to Maguire Air Museum. Uh, you know, none of these things are in the county. Uh, you know, and I do uh, think, like Sergio Lewis was saying earlier, that it belongs to our kids. Somewhere along the line, we... member of uh, security fishing club
2: the El Paso, fishing, El Paso Fishing Club and or the children and or the membership and the people, and by the way, I am a member of the Fishing Club.
5: Yes, we sir. Defi- I, I was there when we took
2: your $15. Yes, sir. <laughs> $15. We definitely want to continue to support your all's group. You all do an incredible job, and I was in all my civic work uh, since the late 70s in different civic organizations, and I was very fortunate to run across individuals like you and the others that were were. Honestly and genuinely, there to support and enrich the future of our youth, the future of this community. I mean, it's just been a real privilege working with you guys. All I can say, Sal, is that you're going to continue to get my support. That's on the record. And we need to all work together to keep this type of uh, initiative going. What's that? We're walking, the we're walking, we're walking a- the we're Absolutely, and we need to start reaching out to the business community. I was just going to throw that in. And uh, you see me, what I've been trying to do with you all. I'm just one person. I'm sure there's other business people You're out person, there that would, would be do more do than do glad do. to help.
5: You were personally responsible that uh, we had more hot dogs than the kids could eat the last time. And 1,200 fight, hot
2: dogs are business promoted. Uh, uh, That's Yeah, it,
5: without these entities jumping in there, and now that's another thing that uh, you, you guys haven't gotten into yet, but some of these vanities uh, can and will support uh, things that happen
2: here uh, in this in this county. So you know all I can say also is just please, please keep in touch and uh, I'm I'm in touch with Mr. Fish. I, I joke with him, I call him Mr. Fish, Harold and uh, Mr. Mr uh, <laughs> kinda does look like
5: a, a big black man. He,
2: <laughs> and Mr. Franco and the Francos and and, and and you guys are just incredible. Just incredible. Uh, my you know hat what? my hat goes off to you and you all are doing just more more justice to this community when it comes to youth development than you have in than 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 you even know.
5: Well, I'm glad Hector's bringing this subject up, uh, you know, and uh, it's very, very, been a pretty interesting show. Uh, listening to you guys uh, hash out the ideas, and I uh, hope you guys continue, because I know people are listening.
2: Well, we need your support, also, and Please, please. Absolutely. Always feel free to call me, Sal. Sal, All thank right.
1: you for the call. Folks, lot. he dialed 915-880-4376. I know we lost a lot of our line of callers uh, on the break. Uh, you can feel free to give us a call back, folks. Uh, I'll keep Sergio on as long as I can here so that all of you can ask your questions. 915-880-4376 is our number. Lines are open again, 915-880-4376. Sergio, you know, you mentioned a little bit of your prior experience. That's one of the things that – oh, he, she shut it up for you. Oh. Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the – you mentioned – uh, about your career thus far, and, and the fact that you you have been one of those members of our community that has been involved civically, and you also have your own business. I'm always talking about the fact that, I mean, yesterday I was kind of on the president and on all this storyline that's beginning to evolve now of how badly our economy is doing, the whole concept of America going bankrupt, and the whole thought process of of, of the country having to reconsider perhaps a new type of bailout a new type of help for the people you're a businessman and and I, I just kind of wanted to to get your take on on the thoughts that we were talking about last year I mean last year last show uh, we were talking about the fact that the importance of entrepreneurship how entrepreneurship can can actually be a, an economic development engine maybe even bigger than that silver bullet that we're always looking for that big behemoth that's gonna employ a lot of people I just think you know people that can and have their own businesses, uh, you know, and also be involved in the community can have a lot more effect uh, in terms of the good of the community and can even begin to employ people over the years. Talk to me a little bit about your business and, and your prior civic, uh, you know, service as to how that has helped, you know, kind of shape your own thought process on the economy today. I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to pick your brain about that.
2: Let me start off by saying this, Hector. In 1979, and, and, and maybe even prior to that and always thereafter, I was always going to the schools. I don't know what it was. I, I just had this thing that I had to be at the schools. I needed to go over there, find out what we can do as a business. Mm-hmm. And we had just barely started in 76 officially. What we could do as a business to become more involved in the educational process of our kids, of our, of our community. I would go in the 70s, and I remember I'd always ask myself, why isn't there more business people around? I would think there would be more business people at the school events. I was helping the journalism and supporting and sponsoring the journalism class at one time at Irvin High School. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not sitting here patting myself. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of an idea, the, 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 the observations that I made. And back then, I remember there wasn't a whole lot of involvement. Of course, there was people helping. Then... Ten years went by or more, and what do we have now? We have partners in education. I would like to say I was one of the pioneers of partner in ed because I was already doing things before they ever put a name on it. That's great. And um, going back to, to principles and basics, I really feel and I truly believe that businesses, like I told Sal, the community has been good to us. If it wasn't for the community and the consumer, we would not be in business. Yeah. We would not be turning a profit. If you have a good business and you, you work for the consumer, then you, you whether you make a lot of money or not, you still ought to be giving back. Yeah. If the businesses, like you just mentioned, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. uh, being the economic driver, you're absolutely right, was to give back, and many, many, many do keep in mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm not naive to that. I'm just saying if all of them. Gave back something, whether it be to the educational process, to the children with disabilities, to uh, to, to to quality of life issues. Actually, that, that gives to quality in, of life. An anything, yeah. anything, and everything. That we could do to continue to generate—I mean, to continue to support the community—it would be just incredible.
1: What made you start your business? I mean, you said you started
2: your business my in 1978. My brother. I have okay. an older Tell brother, me that Tony. Story. I'm, I'm well, kind of I'm going to make it short because okay. we don't have a whole lot of yeah. time. Keep in mind, we were in business together for 22 years, and then we split up amicably in 1998. Yeah. Tony was my older brother, about four years older, two and a half, three and a half, four years older, and. Um, he had been working on cars since he was a young man. You talk about a story. Tony rebuilt a motor on a 283 1956 Chevy when he was still in high school by himself pretty much. He got a, some, he got a job after that, so he drove to Dallas, Tawacani, Lake Tawakonee. In a new rebuilt motor, a high school kid had just rebuilt all the way to Lake Toawakany. Oh wow! I remember him telling that's me one That's That's a great he story. He said he was from here to Abilene once, and he just felt that motor just boom, just all of a sudden kicking. He says that's when he felt the rings and the, the and, and everything just seat in. And and a young man, anyways, Tony was working on cars since he was a kid, and of course I was a little brother hanging around, and I just always helping him. And little by little, we just started working on on cars and more cars and then painting them and prepping them and painting them and one thing led to another and he he led the charge there for the longest time and then after a while together we built the leadership and after a while together we built the businesses and at one time we had three different locations and and so, I love actually, it's interesting. I could go on and on, but I, I do have to give that credit to my brother. Not, and, not taking anything away from myself, of course. I worked yeah. extremely hard and was very creative, sure. too.
1: No, but, I mean, credit where credit is due. Your brother's a... We got one minute here, and I, and I know we'll have a little bit of a of the next segment, next. Uh, our six-minute segment, which is the shortest one. But, Sergio, have you ever looked back and said, man, I... I I should have. I should have. I wonder what would have happened to me if I would have just gone straight into the workforce and not started my own business. Or are you just incredible? I, a lot of people have that struggle, I guess, when they're making that struggle. of, Should I start my own business? Should I keep the job that I have? I mean, have you ever looked back?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Are,
1: and are you and are you proud of where you are today? Uh, I mean, would you ever do it differently?
2: Hector, we always look back, and yes, we always say we'd probably do things differently. But this is where we are. This is the real world, and I'm grateful.
1: Folks, I will give you six more minutes because Sergio's got to go. I'm kind of holding him on here by the collar. Uh, six more minutes to get your questions in. 915 880 4376. Next segment, last segment with County Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis.
0: Talk Radio 1150, your financial news source with CNBC Financial.
7: I'm Tom Busby, CNBC Radio. Stocks end lower again today after the number of new claims for unemployment benefits unexpectedly rose last week. The Dow down another 58 points, the NASDAQ off by 18. Earnings after the bell from Nordstrom, profit last quarter up 39%. Those big sales helping the upscale department store take in $146 in profit. But its discount Nordstrom rack stores had weak results, so shares are lower after hours. Also, strong sales helping profits at designer software maker Autodesk. Shares trading 5% higher in extended trading. The CEO of Cisco told CNBC he expects to hire up to 3,000 new workers over the next year. But shares of Cisco ended 10% lower today following disappointing earnings and a lower forecast for the rest of the year. RealtyTrac says the number of homes lost to foreclosure jumped 9% in July from the month before. But the overall pace of foreclosures is 10% lower than a year ago.
8: This is my parents' Mercedes M-Class, but it won't always be, if you know what I mean.
9: When you own a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, chances are they'll own it one day, too. Because a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz is 100% through and through a Mercedes-Benz. And right now, during our certified pre-owned sales event, you can get exceptional 1.99% financing on select models. Every one of our certified pre-owned vehicles undergoes a rigorous inspection by factory-trained technicians to ensure it meets the uncompromising standards of Mercedes-Benz. And considering we invented the automobile... Those standards are indeed high. Plus, a warranty and roadside assistance for up to five years and 100,000 total miles. And now, with three months of Sirius Satellite Radio.
8: I can't wait to drive this.
9: Hurry into the Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned Sales Event, now through August 31st. And remember, if it's not at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer, it's not Certified Pre-Owned.
10: See dealer or call one 800 4 mercedes for complete program, including Certified Pre-Owned Limited Warranty and Sirius Satellite Radio details and limitations. Not all customers are qualified for advertised APR and are subject to prior credit approval.
0: El Paso. For America. We're supposed to bring freedom and democracy to people that need it. I think these people need it. With your host, Hector H. Lopez. Just
10: the guy I wanted to talk to. Talk Radio
0: 1150.
1: We are back, and uh, the last few minutes here with County Commissioner elect Sergio Lewis. We got a couple callers. Last time to give County Commissioner elect the call 915 Let's go straight to Pablo. Pablo, welcome to the show. Oh, Rubio. Rubio, welcome to the show. I'm sorry. It's Rubio. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jaime. Good afternoon, guys. Hey. It's Hector, not Jaime. Oh man! <laughs> it's not okay. time You were
4: you, close, but... out here, guys.
2: <laughs> you were close, man.
4: <laughs> Go ahead. Right, let me let me ask you. You guys have been talking about companies and and you know different shops and corporations to take over the initiative of teaching the kids, but you you never you've never said that. All I've been hearing for the last 10, 15 minutes, I mean, on the road, is the government, the government, the government, the government doesn't do.
1: Okay, you're not making any sense here, Rubio. What are you, I, I, we've never been talking about uh, the, the businesses taking over education. You're, or, I mean, you're,
4: no, always, but Simon, mean, you've, been, you've been saying that the big bullet, the big bullet. And what I'm saying is you're always expecting the government to do something. We need to get the county government out of the way. We need to get the city government out of the way.
1: And so have we, complete chaos in our community or what? No, no. Uh, get him out of our lives to we help. Um, okay. yeah. Well, let, let's get, the, I appreciate the call, Rubio. Let's get the county commissioner uh, in in with his thoughts on that. I, I don't think we've been talking about, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff, but your thoughts on, on big government and, and your thoughts on, uh, you know, any kind of privatization of our education system, which I guess is what Rubio's talking about, Sergio.
2: I do believe we were talking about just more support for the educational that, system. That's exactly what one, we were talking through, about. Through businesses, through partners, and nets. as far as bigger government, I don't think anyone really, really wants bigger government. Although, I don't think so either. Although, there's a, so I've been running into some, and I'm going to say, keep in mind, and I'm not a real old guy, but uh, the younger generation, and um, it seems to me that, and, and this goes back to that call when I called in the other day, Hector, that. We owe them, not everybody and all of them, but we owe these younger people. When realistically, what we really need to do is all of us work together, us older guys, uh, younger people, in order to generate successful and and productive citizens. And nobody owes anybody anything. Let's all just get out there and work real hard and let's serve our community. Sure. No, that's exactly how I feel. Lesser government, but at the same token, you know, we got to... We got to work hard together to do what we need to do.
1: Well, and I, I can't agree with you any more than I than I already do. I, I appreciate you taking the time to come out, Sergio. I really do. Uh, I know that last time we had a, a lot of callers, and you just called in, and they were trying to converse with you. I hope people have had the chance to come back. And, you know, I'd love to have you back more often. Feel free to give me a call. Call into the show anytime. Use the VIP hotline. I love the fact that you've accepted our invitation to just maintain open communication with the show and, and call in anytime something's on your mind. I, I'd
2: love to continue to have your contribution to our show H- Hector it's 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 been a pleasure I I've I'm actually energized just being around you you're such a <laughs> well thanks you're <laughs> such a driving force around here and like I told you on the phone the other day I, I've been following you for a while and and my hat goes off to you and to all of you guys here in the radio station and everything you all are trying to do to continue to generate the type of interest, the type of energy, and the type of productivity that this community deserves. And, and, these, and this time, you know, the old yeah. Chinese saying, may you live in interesting times, let's just
16: hope
3: that's a,
2: a positive one. You so know, thank you, and if- Rafa, my hat goes off to you, young man. Thank you so much for for allowing me the opportunity to sit in with you. You you keep doing what you're doing. you got a great head on your shoulders, and it's a, it's been a real pleasure.
1: No, well, thank you very much, uh, County Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis. I, I, you know what? And I, I appreciate your words about KHRO, too, because I think w- just like you ran a campaign, we need to run a campaign for KHRO and get people involved, more involved in the conversation, because it's important. Thank you so much for coming out, folks. I think this won't be the last time we'll have uh, County Commissioner-elect Sergio Lewis with us. And uh, you guys can... Can always chime in. Give us a call 915-880-4376, as we continue to roll here. Uh, County Commissioner Elect is making his way out of the studio. He's got a busy uh, schedule ahead of him, but you know one of the things here, Rafa, I love the fact that and you know. Look, you're a little quiet on the mic, Rafa. I'm. Sometimes I rub people the wrong way. I don't think it's that we have you know a a a, a show that's that somehow you know, the best show on the block and somehow, you know, the best show in America. But I think it's the conversation. I mean, we're talking about new ideas. We're not going, we're unapologetic about thinking big and we're unapologetic with anybody that wants to say, I think, I don't know what it is, but a lot of people keep commenting. What County Commissioner just commented, you know, say County Commissioner like said, you know, we're generating some sort of of, of enthusiasm on you thought
3: and that yeah. that's a good thing no 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 and you're exactly right you know we're not here to be better than somebody else and say oh well, we're better than you or this and that and talk you know we're just here to be productive and like sergio was saying you know come up with our new ideas come up with what we believe in and try to express that to a, to the public
1: yeah senor swanky frankie is on the line the very learned liberal what's up frankie what's going on with you today Hey, what's going on, my man? None much. Just here in studio. Just wrapped up a great uh, conversation Is with uh, Secondaries. You know, he just walked out. Frankie, oh, you just missed him. Man. You just missed him. He just walked out. He had. A, I, I kept him on for two extra segments. I, I asked him to be. You know, I, when he called me up, he said, Hector, can I be on your show? We have a lot of things to talk about." Uh, yeah. You know, and I said, "You know, let's let's have you on for the first hour." And uh, he was on for the first hour. He, I held him over for a couple. But what was on your mind, Frankie? What? Oh, no,
4: he, I, I, I thought he, he sort of be an interesting character if he gets on the commissioner's court, but I thought, you know, if anybody, because he's, he's, he's somewhat of an accomplished poet,
3: believe it or
4: not. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. mean, I mean uh, seriously, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, Rose in the Red, Violet, in the Blue, he's beyond that part, you know? Sure. But, but I thought, what well, I mean, if, if, if I wanted to make a comment that even before he, uh, hopefully if he gets elected, he's going to uh, uh, bring to the forefront of the commissioner's court a level of mentality in the fact that he's somewhat of a poet, which goes toward that aspect of being a bit more erudite, than your average person. But well, before he gets there, if he could run his campaign by starting everything off with some poetry, ending everything with it. a poetry. You know what I what love
1: mean? It. I know what you mean, Frankie. Thank you for the call. I will say, though, he is the county commissioner-elect. He was running on a pause, so he is county commissioner-elect already. He will be on the El Paso County Commissioner's Court this next cycle. We'll be back, folks. 915 804 the return of C, Leroy Cavazos.
0: This is KHRO El Paso, Talk radio, 1150 AM, your CNN radio news source.
8: CNN Radio, AC 360, I'm Anderson Cooper. Federal Judge Vaughn Walker today gave the go-ahead for same-sex couples to marry in California. The judge lifting a stay in place since his ruling overturning the state's proposition 8 ban on gay marriage. Marriage opponents wanted to stay in place while the case is appealed. Same-sex couples will now be able to marry starting on the 18th.
12: The suspect in the 14
8: stabbing assaults in our community has been apprehended. The investigation into these crimes continues. Michigan prosecutor David Layden, the suspect's name is Elias Abu El Azam. Authorities believe he's responsible for slashing 20 people, killing five in three states. They picked him up at the airport in Atlanta trying to board a flight to Israel. First-time jobless claims are up, hitting a five-month high, and GM announcing the most profitable quarter it's had in six years. More tonight on AC360, the most trusted name in news. I'm Anderson Cooper. This is CNN Radio
13: feeling of summer freedom can fade away faster than a vacation tan. But at Advance Auto Parts, freedom from paying for additional services lasts all year long. Advance offers fast free battery testing and installation on most vehicles at most locations. Plus, Advance carries great brands like AutoCraft. Buy a new battery and we'll install it for you. Fast and most of all, free. It's just one of the many free services you'll enjoy when you come to Advance. Advance Auto
17: Parts. We'll
13: help you keep the wheels turning.
17: Right now, the Home Depot has 10% off all ENERGY STAR qualified appliances of $398 or more. Add to that free delivery and haul-away, plus all the money you'll save on water or electric bills, and you actually save three times. We're lowering the cost of a more energy-efficient home with 10% off all ENERGY STAR appliances. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Through September 1st, U.S. only, see store for details.
8: The Sears Automotive Center knows that when you get your car back from the shop, you don't want to feel like you've been taken for a ride. That's why the Sears Blue Automotive Crew offers Price Match Plus to get you the best price guaranteed. Come see for yourself at the summer safety event. Through August 15th, save on all tires. All tire brands, all tire sizes. Plus get $70 cash back by mail with a purchase of four Michelin tires. And get a $16.99 conventional Valvoline oil change with no shop fees. Visit SearsAuto.com for more great deals. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Sears. Life well spent.
11: When hurricanes strike, people lose belongings, their homes. Hope. This hurricane season is predicted to be severe. American Red Cross volunteers stand ready. You can help. Your $50 click on redcross.org can feed and shelter a child for a day. Text Red Cross to 90999 to give $10. Call 1-800-RED CROSS and your $25 gift can make sure someone won't go hungry for the day. Every single donation brings hope. Text message and data rates may apply.
14: Being in touch with your community, that's what sets apart the local news leader from the rest. That's why Univision 26 Cable Channel 2 continues to be the number one choice for news at 5 and 10 p.m. More local stories, covering stories that affects you and your community. Three states, two countries, from Fabens to Las Cruces, and the only El Paso station with full news operations in Juarez, covering what's happening on both sides of the border. No English language station can come close. Univision 26, for 25 years, the number one source for better local coverage. News, education, health, all the news you need to know in Espanol at your fingertips. www.kint.com. More local news, more national and international news, sports and local weather, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at kint.com. The new source for information in Espanol on the web. The only local news website in Espanol covering news from throughout the borderland, both sides of the border. The new kint.com, your source for better local coverage.
18: hello car of teenagers if you don't mind i'm only going to broadcast this out of the speaker on the passenger side so we can talk without the driver listening in okay now that we're alone we can talk about your friends driving it's okay he can't hear us now i'd never say this to his face but he might be the worst driver in the history of the world You should say something, something witty. Uh, Make a joke about the airbag or something. Hearses are funny, too. You could make a joke about hearses. I better say something to the driver real quick so he doesn't get suspicious that we're talking about him. Ah, still talking to the passenger. Not about you at all. Just going to be one more minute. He is totally going to get you killed. Find other interesting ways to speak up against reckless driving by visiting our website at speakuporelse.com. Because it doesn't matter what you say, just say something. Brought to you by the Ad Council and SpeakUpOrElse.com.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, impossible for America. This is huge. With your host, Hector H. Lopez. Talk Radio 1150.
1: And then you can give us a call 915-804-376 in studio with one of our brand new interns a brand new intern reporter for El Paso For America that is Rafael Hernandez we call him Rafa for short sure. quiet Rafa because he he doesn't you don't say much man he just kind of sit there thinking people are like looking at you somehow over here on the studio Rafa tell people a little bit about yourself i mean beside the fact that you're a little quiet and shy on the on the mic uh Give me an idea. Okay, so give people an idea who the new sound, the new voice of El Paso for America uh, and our youth that seem to follow our program uh, so well... Give us a little idea as
3: to who this voice is. hello, everybody. First of all, uh, thank you, Hector, for for letting me be here. Yes, you know, a little bit quiet. It's, what, my third time here on the show, here in the studio. We just got
1: to get you to be and, a little more rude yes. with people and <laughs> just to cut them off and well, say, no, my name is Rafa. I feel that. No, i
3: <laughs> No, uh, I'm 19 years old, uh, born and raised here. Went to Eastwood High School, graduated uh, 2009, been involved with uh, NHI. That's how I met Hector. I've been involved with the National Hispanic Institute since 2006. Uh, Done all the programs, started staffing, just went with Hector to Panama and uh, did an LDZ uh, a couple weeks back. So excited, you know, new challenge and uh, new opportunity. uh, Starting to get, never been on the radio before, before, uh, you know, with Hector. And uh, currently a sophomore at University of Texas San Antonio. And uh, you know, looking forward to uh, to being here and, and reporting.
1: Hey, Rafa, give me an idea. Okay, so you left El Paso uh, when you graduated Eastwood to go on to study at UTSA University of Texas San Antonio. Um, what was that process like for you, man? I mean, it was you're in El Paso, and a lot of people always talk about how how sometimes it's difficult to to go away from home, uh, both for the student and the parents.
3: What what did, what, did, what did that process seem like? I mean, you just completed your first year at UTSA. You know, at first it was going it was a little bit difficult because it, it's not like a UT where you have, you know, a lot of people from each city or, or you can have, you know, a couple of people from each school going there. UTSA from my graduating class and from, you know, several schools in uh in El Paso. You know, there wasn't a lot of people so, you know, coming in, I didn't really know a lot of people uh and you know, just just connecting there with you know going to on campus activities participating there at the dorm you know just meeting new people and slowly but surely you know I started making new friends and now I know a lot of people very involved there at the school I'm on the club tennis team and uh, you know it, it, I love it love it. Now we were talking right now with uh, with with Sergio Lewis and you were we were telling him that uh, you you were ranked in tennis here in El Paso. Yes, I was uh, Southwest uh, boys teens I think I was number 50 in the southwest and i was played a varsity at eastwood uh my four years uh and uh number one my junior junior senior year here in El Paso, number Here, one, and, and no, at Eastwood High School, at Eastwood High School, uh, probably top ten, top ten boys in the city, top ten boys, and top, wow, top fifty in the Southwest.
1: So where where are you now? I mean, you just completed your first year at UTSA. What are you studying? What are your What are your interests? Are Are we planning on seeing you in some sort of
3: elected office some point? Uh, what What are your interests? I'm I'm at that point right now, Hector. Where I'm trying to figure out what what I, I want to do. You know, trying new ideas, trying to get you know uh right now my declare, declared major is international business and uh you know slowly over the past year uh been getting a little bit into to politics you know thinking maybe uh, if i want to transfer uh see what international relations is you know what, what you studied and uh and you know getting involved here. you know this is like i said this is a great experience something new that uh that i want to you know to take advantage of and and see what i can what i can get out of this and point me, you know, in, in the right direction. You know, it's kind of
1: interesting that you mentioned international business. I mean, what was it that made you get uh, some sort of interest in international business? I mean, to me, it was growing up here, uh, having a family on both sides of the border. What was the thought process for you in deciding international
3: business? Exactly. You know, that's, that's, you know, what... We'll, we'll, came into my thought process, you know knowing the Spanish and the English language for me is a big uh, is a big advantage and and I know that can open a lot of doors, so you know working for a company or working for the government, uh, I knew that if I already knew just knowing Spanish perfectly and english is is a big advantage and if I could come in and and maybe learn another language and and turn that into something new. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit. See, and I love that, folks. That's the reason why we've selected Rafa Hernandez to be part of
1: um, of El Paso for America. He's going to be our reporter on site in San Antonio, Texas, interning with El Paso for America. We're also going to be bringing in other interns into the show. Here's the idea. The idea is this is your show, El Paso. This is your show, NHIRs, uh, Citizens of El Paso. Let's make it into something uh, that we would like to see it become. I, I love the fact that we can get people like Rafa involved. We're going to get a couple more interns. We're going to try to add some some video components to the show. We're going to try to add some nice multimedia components to the show. We're going to try to really develop an image uh, that is is that that is suiting to the show. Youthful, new ideas, and we want you to be a part of it. If you want to be a part of uh, the El Paso for America crew here with Chris Bailey and Nick Bias and C. Leroy Cavazos that I hear promised me he was going to be on. Uh, we're still waiting for his uh, Uh, Networked into the show, Uh, you know, give us a call. You can give us a call here at the studio, or you can email us. You can email me directly at hhlopez at gmail.com. Again, that is hhlopez at gmail.com. You have an idea for a segment for a show. Uh, You have an idea for contributing something like Rafa is going to be contributing all the way from San Antonio. We're working on getting a reporter, not only in San Antonio, but let me tell you, folks, Washington, D.C., how about a reporter out there for El Paso for America, great. New York City, getting somebody based out of New York City. Of course, the lovely city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're looking at getting a reporter out of there. We are going to become a show that is driven by ideas that has an influence in in communities like our very own. So if you have those ideas, give us a call. You can always do that, 915-880-4376. Email me directly, hhlopez at gmail.com. Email the show, el Paso for America at gmail.com or of course the easiest, fastest way to get in touch with us is the El Paso for America Facebook fan site. If you go onto to Facebook and you just put in El Paso for America with Hector H. Lopez you can find a way to reach all of us instantaneously. Chris is always posting on there. Nick is always post- posting on there. Rafa is always posting on there. And I want you guys to also uh, be on the lookout there on Facebook because we're going to be posting a brand new Image for the show we 're going to be posting our brand new uh, you know pictures a brand new logo we're going to ha- we already did the photo shoot for rafa rafa 's going to have his own uh, little uh, space there to contribute ideas and thoughts to the show we 're also going to have space for the future interns of the show that we 're going to begin to develop. This is an opportunity for you to get involved with ideas. The other neat thing that has happened Rafa, you were there. The community roundtable discussions, I mean, you were there, t- uh, Lisa Turner came out, Bill Addington came out, Chris was there, I was there, Nick Bias was there. We had we had at least 10, 12 people, and the ideas kept flowing at the table about the future of our city. What was that like for you? I mean, uh, what did you think about that whole roundtable here that, in El Paso? That was
3: great. I loved it. And I think that we should have more of that because, like you said, there are great ideas out there. There are people, not just us who are on the radio and, and on the computer that are saying what they feel but there are people out there who maybe haven't said anything and they do have great ideas so that's great and I'm glad that they got to come out there because we were there for a couple of hours you know having a great discussion and you know we're always not always gonna be on the same page and some people might disagree on some things but just the fact that the you know we're out there communicating expressing you know what you feel and what you should do what you could do for your community is great and you know Th- something that we should continue so people could come out and express, you know, what they're feeling.
1: Let's go straight to the phone lines. Let's go to Margaret. Margaret, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling. What's going on, Margaret?
10: Hi, good afternoon, guys. How are y'all doing? Good,
1: good, good. Just How enjoying the
10: afternoon. Oh, well, at least you guys are, because it is hot out here. It
1: is hot. We, we have the shutters shut tight in the studio, <laughs> uh, and we just don't want anything to have to do with the sun right now. It's so hot out there.
10: Well, I drive around all day, so I'm just happy the uh, air conditioner works in my vehicle.
1: Yeah, um, When are you guys
10: having another
1: roundtable? Uh, you know, Margaret, I think we're going to try to have roundtables once a month. As you know, I travel a lot, but uh, we just had one last week. I think you could look out for another one coming up probably in the first two weeks of September. We're going to try to make it a regular thing. It'll get a lot easier once we get all the interns involved in the show. I, we're, we're shooting to have an intern based out of El Paso, maybe a couple of interns based out of El Paso, and then intern littered like Rafa's heading out to San Antonio once he goes back to college out there. Uh he'll be reporting from over there. Once we have our interns in house, they'll be organizing a lot of that, but we're shooting for about once a month.
10: Oh okay. Well I live I live in the Kern area. So I you know, I'm okay with everything that's going on in my area. Great. But um you know I have problems with the Northeast. Uh we've known about this BRAC coming in for a couple of years now, right? Right. And there's absolutely nothing going on in the Northeast for these people.
1: No plans whatsoever. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. A lot of people are always talking about, well, you know, we're preparing as a city. Really, how? What have we been doing to prepare as a city? Because I, I, don't, I don't know that we have the apartment complexes necessary to house everybody yet. There's a high demand on uh, rental space, but there is none in the city. Uh, it's just, you're right. There, we haven't you know, done very much in planning for BRAC.
10: And it's and it's not even just you know the the living accommodations, but what what is there in the northeast? Quality I mean, of life. There's nothing. They right. have the city has not done anything proactively to not only bring in businesses, homegrown businesses, to the northeast, but there's I mean. All these families that have been all over the country are going to come to El Paso and think of it as a hellhole. Exactly. And, and it's unfortunate to see because, like I said, I live in Kern, and I call it the bubble. Because <laughs> everything that you need is right there. You've got a good elementary school. You you know, you want to go shopping. There's Albertsons. You want ice cream, 31 flavors. You want to go drinking. Well, there's plenty of places.
3: And know, like you, you don't, like uh sorry sorry for interrupting do you like uh like we were saying, i don't know if you uh, listened earlier in the show, we were talking about i don't know if you're familiar with the youth tennis center and uh and we were talking about how, how uh, big of an impact that that was on the northeast you know, I remember it being there when it opened uh what ten years ago, and uh it was just it was just so big because it's not only like people who like me, who who are playing tennis, but just families in general that yeah. can just go and 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 rent a racket or something and just have a good time, and 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 that's gone. You don't have that anymore.
1: And, and you see, these this is the kind of discussion, Margaret. We're going to want to have with you one, about once a month, and with everybody else. It's not just the area you live in. Let's let's get out of let's think out of the box. Let's 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 not think about our district or or our precinct. Let's think about our community. Period. And uh, I want to have you involved in these discussions, Margaret. We'll keep posting. Become a friend of the show, become a fan of the show on El Paso for America, and that's how the, the best get uh, web, web updates through Facebook. Folks, I've been singing a tune for quite some time, and that tune is that C. Leroy Cavazos would one day return to El Paso for America with America's political chisme hot and on fire. Now, I have been stood up, you know, on a couple of occasions by C. Leroy because he's a busy man. But we finally got C. Leroy Cavazos back all the way from Austin, Texas, with the latest in America's political cheesemate. Leroy, long time no talk on the air, bud. Hey, Hector, how's it going? It feels
19: great to be back on El Paso for America with everybody, todo mundo, out there listening and uh, ready, getting geared up here for the new campaign season. We're about 120 days shy of Election Day. Things are going to get pretty exciting. Things are getting exciting along the border, from what I hear, and um, we're just, I'm just excited to be back after all our travels this summer, and I apologize to you and the radio listeners for not being more available throughout the summer months. But in all of this community-building effort that we're involved in, sometimes you have to put things on the back burner and keep burning the flame late at night. So I appreciate you having me back, Hector.
1: Now, Leroy, I mean, you've always been a part of El Paso for America since the very beginning. I mean, you were one of the first guests, and we just said, hey, Leroy, you got to stay on. Here. I, I, everybody still remembers the memorable quote uh, that, that got uh, grave reviews of I b n and Los Chinos uh, <laughs> that you mentioned when we were doing doing a live show in Philadelphia. I, I think people have been waiting to hear back from you. Now, you've been keeping your ear to the ground in terms of not only Texas politics. I mean, you always always have the inside scoop on Texas politics, but you've also been keeping your ear to the ground on national politics as well. Uh, let's jump into it. It's been a while since we've talked politics. What do you see on the forefront of America's
19: political chisme right now? Well, Hector, right now there's a lot going on on Capitol Hill. I'm sure everybody has heard um, about the $600 million in border security funds that the Senate just approved. And that's causing a lot of spice up there because, you know, people want our borders to be secured. And Congress and the Senate just keeps throwing money at it, throwing money at it, throwing money at it. But yet people along the border are saying that our state isn't doing enough. And other states are not doing enough with the money that, is, that we're getting from the federal government. And so the question out there is, is all this taxpayer money, the Senate has just passed $600 million in emergency border funds. I mean, you've got to consider that $600 million, I would say at least 30% of that is taxpayer money. And now the bill is being signed into law by President Obama. So it's going to pass. But the question is, is supposedly they want to hire 1,500 new border agents. But my question is, and my question to the public is, do people really think that our borders are that corrupted? to be throwing this much money towards border security when we have so many other things going on in this country? You, you know, I, I
1: wouldn't be surprised if our great Governor Perry uh, wouldn't take some of that money for his own political campaign, funnel it to some, you know, kind of, uh, probably funnel it to some kind of uh, organization that's supposedly on homeland security based out of one of his strongholds, and then he utilizes it for his campaign in reality. Because, you know, money seems to disappear anytime the federal government gives us money to secure the border uh rick perry makes it disappear
19: somehow well hector it's funny that you bring up rick perry because i just got a press release released today uh and they're calling rick perry the career politician who won't answer for 18 billion dollars in budget deficits that lack of ethics right now in the state of texas So he's being
1: uh, kind of christened with the mantra of being an unethical uh, governor, huh?
19: And he just told the Austin American statesman this morning that he's refusing to meet with Texas newspapers throughout the course of the rest of his race. (sighs) What
1: a a flake. I mean, he's running for governor and he's refusing to talk to Texas
19: newspapers? Exactly. Can you believe that? Not only that, I mean, the Austin American statesman, for crying out loud, one of the largest publications here in Texas and that has a lot of political pull, not only in the Austin area, but all over the state. But I am glad to say that, that in turn, yesterday, Bill White just released an eight-point ethics plan targeted at ending the use of state offices as part of a self-serving practice As a political machine So I really see good things coming Although, back to the border security thing I do want to mention That um, the other day They were interviewing Sheriff Joe Frank Martinez He's the sheriff of Valverde County Here in Texas And he said that he was not impressed with Perry That he's not doing anything To protect the borders He doesn't see any change And he just quoted We will have to handle our own problems On our own but my question is, what is the severity of our problems on the border? Leroy, I mean, Hector,
3: how have things been in El Paso lately? you i I'm, I'm going to answer that. And hey, you know, Rafa, the,
1: Rafa's here in studio with us, our brand new Interferred Paso. Rafa finally made it back from his Central American travels. I know. He was enjoying the great life at an all-inclusive resort out there, singing the good life. Anyways, keep going. How's it going?
3: You know what? To answer your question, you hit it right on the dot. Uh, I don't think that there's a, a necessity for you know a six hundred million dollar uh, you know bill to pass for for the for for the border patrol. Nick just was here the other day and we were at El Chamisal. For those of you, uh, everybody should know that it's just it's on the border and he's just looking out. We we've, we've been in the city and he tells me it's just incredible and amazing that El Paso is just the exact opposite of what's going on with everything that's going on in Juarez. And that none of it, absolutely none of it, none, nothing severe is going on here in El Paso. And I told him, you know what? It's because of our borders. It's because of what they're protecting, that everything is going so well that nothing, you know, thank God, has spilled over and that it's just staying on that side. So, I mean, like you're saying, Leroy, I really don't see the necessity to, you know, be that drastic and say, you know, we really, really got to up our borders because they're, they're doing a bad job or whatnot.
19: Yeah, and I don't know, you know, I don't know, Rafael and Hector, if you all know uh, Sheriff Joe Frank Martinez from Valverde County, but he's a pretty upfront man, and he says that, you know, in the 10 years that he's around, Perry has failed on border security and has shown a lack of understanding of local needs, and I completely agree with the sheriff because... You're not gonna compare what's going on in Maverick County to what's going on in El Paso County, or what's going on in Baxter County to what's going on in, in Hidalgo County or, or in Valverde County. I mean you you have you have the, the, the Lone Star State that extends over much, much Territory, as far as Mexican territory, and and we have a lot of borders.
1: And the only common thread being that Rick Perry poaches off of every one of those border communities on the uh, security dollars for God knows what. He makes the money disappear and keeps it for his own piggy bank.
19: Yeah, exactly. But what we don't, what what, what our taxpayers need to understand is that the sheriff, I mean, right now sheriff's counties are protecting 98.7% of Texans who live in border co- communities, okay? Mm-hmm. These, this is county-based money, not not state-based money. So when I see Obama and I see the Senate throwing $6 million, $600 million at border security, so where is that money going to in Texas? Yeah, if I question. have elected officials here telling me that they're still the ones doing the, the, the winking hour of the night's work.
1: So what's, what else is new on the on the scene here in our last three minutes of the show there, Leroy? I know you had a full schedule to talk to us. A full schedule? Listen to me. I can't even talk today. A full line of stories of man America. What else is going on in America uh, politically in terms of
19: Cheeseman and the country? Well, I was reading on a blog today, and somebody was talking about global conversation sector and you and i have had and i'm sure rafa has been part of these conversations before and i was reading on a blog how people were defining what a global conversation is and you should have seen what people were saying to me a global conversation is how do we build equity in our community and make it known not only at a national level but at an international level as well and other people on this blog, that's, that's what a global conversation is to me. I would agree with you. I mean, I,
1: we, we partake in those kinds of... Uh, that's what brings us together at El Paso for America, exactly. and NHL for that matter.
19: But what people can't understand, I, I was appalled because I, people were talking about McDonald's setting a global, a global conversation to build propaganda in the media. What? Now that is what is wrong with Who is who society. is
1: leveraging that argument that's kind of
19: that is what is wrong with society is that we are allowing corporate America to bargain with what we think as citizens in this country and that we're allowing people like corporations like McDonald's to set an agenda for us to follow instead of us creating our own agenda to follow and I I take a lot of issue with that because there's a lot of that going on in the world. So I want to call to action all of those who are willing to come and comment on, on Facebook, on El Paso for America. You know, what, are, what, what agenda are you setting in your life and where are you coming from? Or are you going to follow... What corporate America is setting out, what the media sets out, and what propaganda sets out. I was pretty upset by reading this blog, because I tell you one thing, Hector, McDonald's doesn't run my life.
1: You don't like those Mickey D french fries? Anyways, uh, Leroy, we're running up on the end of the show here, but can we count on hearing more of America's political chisme here on El
19: Paso for America on a weekly basis? Definitely, definitely, especially with campaign season coming up, and everyone knows that I'm a staunch Democrat, so if anybody out there wants to get involved with the Bill White campaign for governor, shoot me an email, and we'll get you going.
1: All right, sounds good, folks. Uh, that was uh, C. Leroy Cavazos with America's Political Chisme signing out, and uh, we'll probably look forward to having you uh, around this time next week, Leroy, and see what, what else you got to bring to the table around this time next week. I will be in Philadelphia, but you'll be uh, networking into the show from Austin, Texas, I believe. Are you? Is that right? All right. I think he's gone now for the, for the moment. Uh, you know, Rafa, that, that's the one thing. I mean, global conversations. I, I think that's uh, one of the conversations that we've been partaking here in our show. And uh, I'm glad to have you on board. Thank you very much. And uh, we're going to be expecting a lot from you, especially giving us a lay of the land in San Antonio. Of uh, giving us a lay of the land on politics in San Antonio. It should be a blast. Folks, it's been a great show once again. Thank you for it. Partaking in the conversation Until tomorrow i with...